August 23, 2019, San Francisco. The Sales Development Conference, the third annual conference focused and dedicated 100% to sales development. Join over 500 of the most influential sales development leaders in our industry for a full day of learning, networking, and growing your skills. This year, we're offering three learning tracks focused on sales development leadership, rep training, and our newest track dedicated to sales and marketing operations. Grab your tickets today before it sells out over at 10bound.com conference. That's 10bound.com conference. See you August 23rd. CRM has been proven to limit sales reps' responsiveness, persistency, and cadence. It's a design flaw, and it's losing you deals. That is why today's sales leaders use sales engagement platforms like VanillaSoft. Check it out. Go to VanillaSoft.com and start your free trial. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Sales Development Podcast. This is going to be cool. I, this is someone who I've admired from afar for a long time, but this is the first time we've actually had them on the show. Mr. Derek Williams, HD Insights, Head of Sales Development and Mid-Market Sales. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing fabulous. Glad to be here. Thank you so much, David. Yeah, thank you for coming on. We, we turned this around fast, and I know that you we're both very, very busy, so I appreciate you throwing this on your calendar the day before and making it happen. Derek, I want to dive in. HD Insights. We used to call it HD Data. I don't right. know when you guys changed the name, but I got to update it because on the 10-bound market map, we have you still as HD Data. So I got to get the new logo. HD Insights. What do you guys do? How do you solve problems around sales development for people? Got it. Well, the name change first and foremost, HG Data switched to HG Insights Q1 on the heels of an acquisition or a merger that we, we had in the market with a company called Pivotal IQ. So we'll talk a little bit more about what they brought to the table and how we were able to kind of merge together. But that's when that name change took place. So it's fairly recent and obviously still trying to establish that, that branding around it. But HG Data ultimately, HG Insights, curates and sells unique, high-value information about businesses' technology landscape. So we can tell you what companies have what technology so you can feel your sales and marketing, go-to-market strategies, product development, those sorts of things. So we have a variety of use cases that are constantly growing. And it, it forms the activities for sales development, correct? And instead of wasting your time looking for accounts that are appropriate and setting up your own territories and things like that, it can actually help with that manual process that most companies are doing right now. It's yeah, yeah. A lot of sales development reps spend a lot of time, you know, trying to determine who's the right lead. So if you have an outbound SDR, a big target. If they don't have these types of insights, they're probably coming through a large list of potential prospects. You know, your addressable market is going to be pretty wide. We help you refine that, narrow it down to those that have the technologies that you want to either displace or you are complementary with. And then we, with our spend data and our contract data, we're able to either further refine that down to people who are coming up for renewals potentially in their in their products or just in terms of how much spend they have and what the total upside is. So the SDRs are able to better target the right people to go after with this. And then as a manager, how much time do you have to spend, you know, kind of making the connection and like setting it all up for them? Or is that more of a cohort that you have in the marketing department to help you with that? Well, the we should back up 
different options for companies to ingest this data, but particularly for SDRs where the rubber meets the road is in our HG for Salesforce product. So with that, it's actually our data insights are ingested into their Salesforce environment through you know, related lists and visual force pages so that the SDRs can see at an account level the technologies that are within that environment. So they can quickly on the fly refine their message and as opposed to asking broader questions, they can go specifically into their into their environment. In terms of turning it on, upon implementation, we set that up inside of their Salesforce environment with a simple install package and it turns on basically within a day. And now your end users can run reports to you know, again, curate the, the leads they want to go after, the accounts they want to go after. But then at an account level, they can be informed right when they're getting ready to dial. They can have that technology insight right there in front of them. That's amazing. Okay, so you gotta you got to have a pretty good grasp on your total addressable market and your ICP going in to get it all set up. And then it seems like it does also go out and find you potentially new territories and things right, like that, right? Right, right. Yeah, no, so it's... We actually help you with that process of ICP and total addressable market analysis because as you acquire new customers, you think about a company that's innovative and disrupting the market with new technology. They're learning a lot from their new their new customers. So we can help them refine that ICP as they get going. Or as you, if you have a large install base, you can kind of turn it upside down and see across your install base who has what technologies identify the trends. And so we can actually help you refine that. You don't have to necessarily have it all figured out going in. That's part of what this will do is help you turn that on. That's amazing. Okay. So the the sales development rep is sitting there and there's like, it's, is it like a wireframe in Salesforce where they look at it and they go, okay, this is one of the accounts that I need to call. These are the people that I need to call. Is it like, how, how is it displayed to them? Well, on an account level inside of Salesforce, you're going to see a visual force page, either on a lead or an account record, right? So you're going to be able to see right there the technologies that you've scoped out that you care about in front of them. So it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a wireframe, I guess you'd call it a section within Salesforce, but then you have technographic score as well. So we can score based on that ICP using our data as well. And it's a separate scoring mechanism that can be in your instance. So you can have a list in your views based on technographic scoring. Today, a lot of our scoring in the business world is happening off of firmographics. And so we take it to the next step and allow you to have that, that technology inside aspect for the reporting. So you can create your lists and views, reports, and at an account level or lead level, you have the fields specified right there on the record. So you don't have to go to a separate URL. You don't have to go anywhere else outside of your you know, single system of, of record. That's amazing. Okay, cool. So, so, and sorry to grill you, man. No, it's, it's, it's cool stuff. That's why I joined. I love what we're doing. I, really, I would have had this 10, 15 years ago. Oh my I would have killed it. Yeah. You know, so ridiculous. I, yeah. I mean, it's, this is, this is like Iron Man. This is like Jarvis, dude. Yeah. It's not right. fair. It's okay. an unfair advantage. <laughs> so uh, a couple more questions. So yeah. out from sales engagement platforms, we, we live in, I'm going to plug VanillaSoft because I love those guys. We live in VanillaSoft. We live in Outreach. We live in SalesLoft. We live in all these things. How does it work with those? 
Good question. Well, we don't plug into outreach or sales loft today, but we're just going to feel that strategy more. So when you're thinking about sequences and you're thinking about customizing your outreach with personalized insights, that's where we really feel that out, that that component of it. So while we're not plugging our data into the, the platform, it's riding on everything that we have sitting inside of Salesforce. One thing that we do is we actually have tech interest fields dialed into our lead records. So when outreaches will pull in those merged fields into the email cadence. So when we send those emails out, it's saying, how would you like your you know, salespeople to be able to identify companies that are tracking or have technology A, B, or C? And it goes directly into really what they care about the most. If you want to know where your competitors are, we can list those in as tech, tech interests. So we're taking the personalization or the customization to a next step. But it, it, there's because of the fields that we have dialed in into Salesforce, they read right into Outreach or Sales Loft, whatever your cadence tool is, and it'll help further those 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 templates. They play nice together. Yeah, and then yeah. You get that personalization at scale. I mean, that's exactly. That's and yeah. and dude, so was this called the Holy Grail of Data? <laughs> it was. It was. It was okay. That's yeah. The HD, yeah. Yeah, because my my brother in law is is down in Santa Barbara, and and he told me that, and I was like, I don't believe that. That's not true. That's <laughs> but it, hey, it makes sense, right? I mean, yeah. if you want to, yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. And then what the other thing was? Oh, yeah. So it plugs into other other like systems as well, right? Right. So, we have Marketo coming up actually this month, which we're really it. excited about. So mid part of this month, we're going to have a HG for Marketo offering that we'll be introducing to the market, which we're really excited about. You're playing nice with those, but I'm talking about like, you'll pump your data into other data providers too, right? Like what? Give me an example. Like, God, I, I don't want to say discover org. I, I think they work with one of your enemies. Or something right. like yeah. that. No, I mean, we, we have partnerships for sure that okay. are complementary in the market that way. And so we're, we're feeling their strategy with their customers a bit. Okay. But yeah, that, that, I, there's Some definitely kind of a tech target might be one that you, you might be familiar with. What'd you say? Tech target might be one that you might be familiar yeah, with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got you. So, so yeah, I, I'm all over the place because we've got we've got the market map. I don't know if you've seen the ten bound market map. I have. Yeah, yeah. Track all these things and make them. You know, I can imagine if we as an analyst firm are are having a hard time making sense of this whole landscape that the people out there that are looking for these are struggling as well so we're just trying to make sense of that and so we, sure. need to, we, we need to figure that whole thing out but i want to it's a moving target for you but it's you know almost a full-time job keeping that thing up to date well they, i gotta i gotta update the logo for hd because right now it's hd insights you guys have a up you're updated and you know bringing this into the sales development space right you know as i'm going from company to company i'm talking to all these people there's not enough of there's not enough conversations going on about how HD Insights is supporting and what it can actually do, and so I know that you've got your webinar series coming up right. with outreach, right? You've got That's Andrew right. Mewborn who has been on this podcast before. He's a, he's an amazing guy, and then Justin Kitagawa are going to be talking May fourteenth about tripling your sales with Intelligent Insights. Right. Cool. I want to triple my sales. Everybody so, does. <laughs> <laughs> How do people get on that, that webinar? There's a webinar link actually that will be available, I think, in your show notes, I hope. Yeah, but we'll yeah, that's 
Yeah, so it's you can come to our website and register there as well. That's actually a good question. I haven't seen the the copy on that, so I think maybe I'll have to get back to you on that. That's, that's got, probably pretty bad. Tech. I mean, it's kind of like what we're talking about. So you you're doing technographics, yeah, and things like that, which is identifying what the technology is, so the SDRs can, you know, talk to the right people at the right time with personalization, and then Andrew's coming in from outreach, which is a sales engagement. So it's like, how do you actually operationalize that to, to the SDRs, you know, on the ground as they're, they're making the calls and things like that. So yeah. it's like a one-two punch. So this is cool. So are you guys, you guys are going to be doing more webinars and stuff and try to reach out more to the sales development world. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, we, we have a, a product that a lot of salespeople and SDRs are probably familiar with us and that's a Chrome plugin. It's a free extension that we have available, which is, you know, HG focus though, so, you know, there's a, something that will follow them around their instance and the web, if you will, telling them the technologies that companies have. So okay. it's, there's a free plugin that SDRs are probably already leveraging in a, in a big way in some cases, but that's a good way to kind of tap in as well. Okay, dude, that's amazing. I didn't know that that was available. So you heard it here first, folks. And now this is really interesting because going back, Derek, like I used to, I used to follow, I still used to, I still follow you on Instagram. I, I knew that the work that you were doing, you were going from company to company, you know, helping sales development programs and things like that. So you're very accomplished in the sales development world. And so tell us about how you know, you, you started working with these companies, what's your background? And then, you know, how did you end up over at HD Insights? Yeah. So this is probably gonna be a little bit of a tangent, but the... We love tangents here. Yeah. You know, that's what we talked about. So <laughs> prior, I would say 2013, I took over my first SDR team with a rapidly growing startup in the cybersecurity space in Silicon Valley. Prior to that, I was inside sales manager at Dell for many years and had several other management and individual contributor roles prior. And so I, I was looking forward, and everybody who kind of grows up in the Bay Area is looking to jump on with a hot startup and you know ride that wave, that unicorn wave, if you will. I was definitely eager after having good success at Dell to do more, learn more, and get into you know, a startup environment. And I've always been a hunter, you know, as an individual contributor, as a manager, one thing I've always hyper-focused on is just the prospecting, the filling of the funnel. And that just naturally tied into an SDR role. I knew long-term I wanted to have, you know, be independent at some point down the road. So I figured this charter of leaving big corporate enterprise companies and joining startup, a startup, would kind of help that that journey along in terms of expanding my skill set and being able to do some cool stuff and obviously get hopefully get lucky with the right company. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I did that for a little while. I built out the global SDR team. That was just 2013, 2014. We got up to about 13 reps in under six months and had a lot of success. I mean, it was big ticket enterprise outbound SDR work. You know, we were using LinkedIn Sales Navigator, we were using Hoopla, we were using a, a variety of things in our stack that we had instituted, again, very, very rapidly, and quickly realized that there was a model for this, and a lot of companies were, in, this is a time where, yeah, as you know, sales development was really picking up in terms of its, its adoption across, across the board, and seeing that companies were turning on sales development at a rapid rate, and then 
you know, with me moving from one company to another company and building out an SDR team and then to another company building out an SDR team and doing all of this work within a year of building a scalable SDR model, I figured there's, there's a repeatable pattern there. Maybe we could make this into a business. And so after doing that about five times as an employee with companies, I realized that, you know, it was time to go independent. So I took, rolled the dice and started three link consulting where we would help companies implement or improve their sales development function. And through mainly through my network of just people I've worked with and customers I've had and people have, you know, been mentored by even, I was able to kind of socialize what I was doing effectively and you know, earn a few good clients. And, you know, so that's, that takes us to 2017, 2018. And so basically most, the most of 2018 was, was spent doing the independent consulting, building out SDR teams for companies across the country. And obviously HD data at the time was one of my favorite customers, of course. And, you know, so it was just, it was a natural fit. I came in and did an optimization project, which led to another project. The head of marketing here is a good old friend of mine as well. We've known each other for 20 years. So there's, there was a good fit there. The team, the the SDRs I was working with, Michael, Greg, great guys. And it's just, it felt home every time I would visit the office and working with the team, even the expanded team. And so, you know, we were able to work out a a situation where I could come in and help establish a high velocity transactional sales model within the mid market, specifically focused on HD for Salesforce, HD for Marketo and all the systems of record integrations that we have planned out. So that's kind of where we are today. Are you in sales, but you're not using a sales engagement tool? Then you're probably losing out on revenue because you are not engaging with prospects at the right time, with the right cadence, and with enough persistency. You need VanillaSoft. Start your free trial today. Go to VanillaSoft.com. And, and do you live in Santa Barbara? Or? Good question. Yes, I'm in the middle of transitioning. I commute down every week from San Jose. And I'll be moving to Santa Barbara in July. Oh, you lucky. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> There's worse places. That, I, I'm not going to lie. That was definitely a draw in, <laughs> in this move. There, there seems to be a little tech scene down there. Not little. I mean, there's a lot of tech companies. Definitely there. bubbling. Definitely bubbling. Yeah. It's like a mini little VC central for sure. That's amazing. Obviously, Northern California, the Bay Area gets a lot of press that way. But no, yeah. there's a good community here. Yeah, there's good good waves there too. Except for you get oil on your feet when you go. To the- <laughs> yeah, I haven't had that yet, but I've heard a lot of stories about it. I see all the rigs out there. So what do you do? God, this is funny because sometimes I'm sitting there going, you know, what's it like having health insurance? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yes, and, and not having to pay your own taxes. And, Man, right? pretty good. And they, I yeah. bet they have LaCroix water and football <laughs> right? table, all that stuff. Yeah, I know. Well, you're independent, oh. man. You're definitely yeah, bootstrapped and all those things. And yeah. no, But yes, it's good, to, it's good to be part of a team that is excited. And, you know, we're just, we're doing something really cool and we're selling to our fellow brother. Most of my history in, in tech sales has been selling into a CTO or CIO organization. So yeah. joining now and being able to sell into sales and marketing organizations is one of those things that I'm really excited about. It's really exciting. And I want to ask you, so you came in and it must be amazing having a product that actually supports sales development, you know, because, you know, like you said, you're going into these places where they don't know, they don't know what sales development is (laughs) and and you're trying to build the sales development team, but this is actually something that can support you as you build the team. So what, what were your like first or second steps 
of coming in and and you had already had familiarity because you had yeah. consulting with them but what was your game plan coming in to to round it up and make it machine well you know the the role i took on obviously expands beyond the sales development function so with a full cycle responsibility Obviously, I wanted to. There's a people strategy first. I just really wanted to, you know, connect with everybody, whether it's SDRs or or the account executives on the team. So that was definitely the first and foremost, kind of putting the people first and getting familiar with them and understanding how the business is operating. So purely an assessment mode, mostly, and that's generally how I would do in any new role that I'm coming to that already has an established program. Is just kind of assess it out and see what's going on relative to the SDR program. I obviously was very close to that already. And so we had already done a lot of work in wiring together or the plumbing, I should say, to ensure there's no buckets and you know, inbound leads or, or maximized and that sort of thing. But one of the first actions that we, we've taken relative to the SDR role is role specialization. And I know you hear a lot about this in, in the SDR world. We are really good with inbound leads right now, and that's growing for us. And so we have inbound dedicated SDRs there. But one of the first moves that we made is we have promoted our first outbound SDR. So he's going to be aligned with our mid-market account executives and using outreach, obviously, to to drive incremental gains on an outbound basis. So we're hoping to get a lot of growth from that perspective. But that was a significant change in trying to establish a growth engine as we, as we move forward. That's amazing. So outbound is so hard, man. Yeah. Yeah. Outbound is so hard and, and people don't get it, how long it takes and how much investment you have to put in. So what was, I mean, it sounds like you got a good relationship. So what was that process like in just explaining to people like, hey, this we can't just turn this thing on instantly. It takes a while and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. There's definitely some socializing that happens with that and setting expectations of, you know, those, those individual conversations with folks. But, you know, we, we presented a plan and we explained the ramp up sequence. We have a, a training or enablement plan that complements the deliverables in terms of targets that this outbound SDR has for the next few months. So. We oh, and, and at the same time, we as we promoted him, we did a really good job of timing the hire of his backfill. And so as he moves into this new role, we have a new SDR who's come in to help round out that inbound group so we don't lose anything there. That was part of the sell, if you will, internally, is making sure that you know, the business knew that we weren't going to see a huge drop-off from moving people from one part of the business to the other. But then in terms of setting expectations in the timeline to get results, that was all in the model, right? You know, we were just really honed in on what we thought were the desired outcomes, what was realistic based on what we knew in terms of win rates, sales cycles, aging, and we factored all that in. So there's a, there's a model that we established that outlined what the outcomes would be from his efforts in a, in a you know, low, medium, high type of scenario. And so we can say worst case scenario, best case scenario, this is about where we'll land with influenced revenue and number of new demos and so forth. So once we kind of put that model in, we backed it in from there and, and went live as quickly as possible. And he's actually just getting going you know, this week in terms of outbounding. So we're excited to see how that turns out. Oh man, I love how this, I, I love how you talk, man. I, I wish you were still consulting. I'd send you out to somebody. I got, <laughs> this is, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm all in on HG right now for sure. So it's, it's definitely, but yeah, yeah what, it's, uh, what we're, it's the thing we're most passionate about, right? You and me, I mean, sales yeah. development, it's something I, from the fabric of my being, I absolutely believe in its value to a business when deployed right. Oh my God. I love it. And you heard it here, folks. This is that mind frame is how you want to tackle 
you know, any project, even if you've been working at your company for a year, five years, like take it from a, almost act like an internal consultant and you got to break it out like that for, for the executives. You know, this is anybody who wants to become a manager or is a manager right now. This could be the missing link. You got to think of things as though you're unpacking a consulting project. Be thoughtful at the beginning. Don't just rush in and start plugging stuff in and telling people what to do, right? Right, right. I mean, it's easy to get excited about this kind of thing, right? Hey, we're going to get growth. We know it, we know it's going to work. But like you said, not everybody is intimately familiar and has seen this play out multiple times. And so there's some apprehension to it. And, you know, and then bottom line is it's something you want to set expectations with. Have a, have a plan, present the plan, work the plan. You know, those are the, the sort of fundamentals of you know, business management, right? Yes. Own it, own it down deep in your bones and figure out how to get it done and, you know, be communicating well with people. You're going to learn a lot of good stuff in consulting. You know? Yeah, I know. And that's the yeah. funny thing, actually, you say that as a consultant, you, you go in thinking that you're supposed to have all the answers. A lot of times I'm learning just as much from my clients as I am teaching them. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times it's just project management and mm-hmm. like yeah. holding people accountable mm-hmm. and like running a project from an external perspective. Because you, and the other thing that it's funny is as a consultant, you're kind of air cover a lot of the time for the internal people. Like the people that have been working there for five years have been saying these ideas, but you come in as like a breath of fresh air and you're a new face and you're saying the same idea that the guy's been working there for five years says, and it's like, oh my God, you know, what a genius. (laughs) It's like, well, I'm just a new face, you know, and I, and I, but, but the project management part is something I think a lot of people miss because you get, if you're working at a company and you're running an SDR team, you're so in the weeds every day. You right. know, yeah. you yeah. become so reactive to all the inbound, you know, requests for your attention that the project management, you know, the bigger picture stuff starts to fall from the wayside. And all of a sudden that project that you were doing is like, hey, what happened with that? You know? Yeah, it's that's I always say the weekends are for getting ahead. <laughs> that's literally the only way to make it happen. And there's a there's a level of effort that has to go into it as well. If you think, you know, during the day you do have to be in the weeds. I mean, it's just the nature of the business. As you you want to be intimately involved, you want to be you know helping steward the business forward and helping overcome challenges that your reps are having. You want to be available to them. So yeah, during the day there's a lot of in the weeds work that happens. But yeah, you definitely have to make time for the strategic stuff and the, the project management stuff that needs to be executed, whether it's early or late. But you know, managers have green time too, just like salespeople. SDRs are, you know, they're green time and the best time to make calls. You know, it's we overlap with that. A good SDR manager is is readily and available as much as possible to to those situations as well. So yeah, it's the nature of the beats. You got to manage your calendar to have right. some time. You know, I like how you said green time, like some green time on your calendar. That's like, okay, this is, this is the big picture time. Like, and then I'm going to have office hours around that, but this is the time where I need to figure out the strategy part. I think one of the hardest things, I mean, the SDR manager job is so hard. I mean, I don't think people realize like you're under pressure from so many different inputs. The, you know, the executives are on you because you know, of, of their, your goals and where you're supposed to be. The investment that they made. <laughs> yeah. The investment, the huge investment, especially on outbound. I mean, it's, it's, a re, it's a huge amount of money to try to get that going. 
the SDRs are working on you because they want more training. They want to get promoted. They want you right. know, new scripts, new playbook. The marketing yeah. department, God love What's them. going on with the leads that we did? Did Where we the webinar? What's going on? <laughs> All this we, stuff. And then who else you got? You got your family. Your family's working on you. You're, yeah. <laughs> you're not spending enough time with your kids. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a high pressure position. Yeah, and I think yeah. I think it's a good point. I think going into you know anybody who's being promoted from SDR to an SDR manager, which is you know the common path, is that business acumen, you know, and this uh, you talk about the project management piece and being prog- pragmatic, but then also the piece of you know business acumen and the politics and being able to be diplomatic in your approach with you know cross functional teams because that's really where the rubber meets the road. Sales development, you know, as you know, sits right between sales and marketing and can be that bridge and an effective SDR manager is able to just kind of do that effectively. And it's not easy. It's definitely a full-time job. You know, every day, all day, you're trying to you know, keep everybody happy. But when you build the systems, the way, you know, using science, the way we do it as SDRs, but using it, you know, SDR managers do the same thing. They come up with their systems and their programs, and we, we know how to keep people informed appropriately in a proactive way. And, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a rhythm that you have to establish after at a certain point. But yeah, I think... Bridging that gap between sales and marketing and the, the dichotomy of you know politics that play out is definitely the area that most people probably struggle with early on. But if they can crack that, then I'm sure they'll have a, a great career. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's the thing. It's a blend of art and science because you got to right. you got to be that per- people person, you know, that's interacting with people constantly. But you also have to have a strong analytical component to running it and keeping especially with all this all these tools and data and all this (laughs) stuff that you could potentially use right Um, that was kind of my question like just reeling back to hd insights it's like you know how do you get this thing set up you know if you're not like a rocket science you know i mean how hard is it to do because that's i'm always thinking on the back end it's like oh man how like do am i going to need to to have like an operations person like help me with this or is this something that the manager can do on their own and that type of thing no it's definitely is very easy to use with relative to the integrated options you know hd for salesforce and those different products really really easy to turn on and use a salesforce admin an entry-level salesforce admin can get up and running so it's it's not a lot of work on that side of things and then when we look at you know, slices of data that we, we provide companies. We have our HE platform where we actually providing HE Insights platform where we're providing flat files in some cases to, to customers as well, data as a service, where we're helping them triangulate these, these lists better, if you will, and help solve certain queries based on the technology landscape. So it's not just that this integrated platform is also a, an option where they can go to our HG Insights platform, which is a URL, and really easy to use. It's kind of like a pivot table. It's just basically a pivot table that you're able to you know, adjust your filters down, real easy to use, and then you can export data, right? So you can tailor it down to revenue between 10 and 20 million or 50 to 100 million. You can layer in the, the geographic component. I want companies that have this technology, this technology, and this technology. And you just kind of go through and you set your filters, those parameters, and then you come up with a list. And that will, then you can do all kinds of things with that list. You can export it and ingest it into like a Tableau instance if you want to do something like that. Or you can feel your marketing team in terms of the upcoming campaign they have going on. So endless applications of the data and 
at the end of the day, real, real easy to use for an SDR when they have it plugged into HD for Salesforce. I love that. I like that analogy you put as the sales development team is like a bridge between all these different departments. I tend to, I think I, I'm a little bit more negative on it. So I call it like the ACL, <laughs> like yeah. it's a ligament. And dude, believe me, if your ACL is in good shape, you're, you're loving life. Right. If your ACL has the slightest like tear or it's just ripped out. You are hating life, you know? And, but I see how HD Insights is kind of like it's it's supporting that flow between the different departments because you're totally. kind of getting on the same page from a data perspective. Right. And just, you know, you're, you're on the same page in terms of your ideal customer profiles, your, yeah. you know, account-based marketing, account-based sales development initiatives, ICPs are, are clear and defined across the org. And the problem that, and I think this is one thing you know, if I was you, I'd ask, you know, what's missing in the sales development world? And it's one of the things that's really missing is getting that that messaging that we work on at the executive level and the marketing meetings, and the sales and marketing meetings. We come up with, you know, our value propositions and our positioning statements. And we, we refine this really well because we know it's what the market's going to respond to. But getting that message to the front line so that the SDRs are actually speaking that language, it, that breakdown is really, really common. If you're not enabling them effectively and you're just kind of giving it to them through PowerPoint and maybe in a you know in a conference room, you pull everybody in, you kind of do a one-hour brown bag and you're like, hey, this is the new thing about our product. You know, imagine if you could kind of take the insights and the, the messaging and put it right in front of them uh, relative to the technology that your prospects care about in the system. So, and they don't have to think about it. We're automatically updating this all the time. So it's, it's not like they have to go and get data again from us and then put it back into Salesforce. It's constantly being refreshed. So they always have the latest and greatest in terms of technology insights on their, on their accounts and prospects. It's so true though, because you know, what I see happening a lot is you have those executive meetings, you come up with the messaging and everyone goes through yeah. like a brown bag lunch training. And then people go back to their desk and they just start winging it right? and right. and getting more and more frustrated because it's like, well, nobody, you know, that that's like corporate speak over there. That, that, <laughs> yeah. that PowerPoint you gave me is like corporate speak, but yeah. I Marcom, yeah. and talk to people who I say these words and it's super awkward and weird right. and they just kind of drop it. And it's like, uh, you know what the, it's like more enablement. I, I like what you're saying is putting it at their fingertips and giving them ownership there so that they can u- actually use it versus. Definitely. Yeah. And you think about SDRs, if they're not, if they're selling across markets, right. If, if they're not vertically specialized, oh. it's hard to keep up, right. You, you yeah. make that pivot from one to the other, especially when you're selling, you know, into multiple channels, it's, it's, it's tough. And so this, again, helps them mitigate that, that switching, that, that task switching or that vertical switching that happens, right? You go from one lead to the next. If you're not organized, just calling down your financial services, just calling down your marketing or your manufacturing companies. If you're going from one to the other, then this will keep up with you. Wherever you go inside of Salesforce, you have a visual force page that's laying this in. And then with those fields that we wire into your Salesforce instance, that's where the you get the connection to your, your engagement platform. So whether it's Vanilla Soft or Outreach or Salesloft, whoever it is, then we're tying that back in there. So we really are able to control the messaging so that you have, you know, encourage prospects to engage with you and conversations that actually resonate with prospects, you know? Yeah, dude. It feels like the missing link, man. I mean, I, I definitely 
want to check it out. And, uh, you know, I, I gave you the wrong link here. It's hdinsights.com forward slash webinars right. for the webinar series. So we'll put that in the in the notes. And um, yeah, I mean, people, if you have not signed up for these, this is this is freaking amazing. I mean, the, and, and the Chrome plugin I did not know about. So I want to go get that right now. And, you know, for, for us, it's like if someone has one of the sales engagement platforms, they, they net generally have SDRs, which means more training gigs, more, more consulting. They need to come to our conference. We have a conference August 23rd in San Francisco, the sales development conference. Derek, you guys need to be there. Yes. We need to get some boots on the ground from HD Insight so we can talk about this. But I love it, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. No, it's been fun. I hope you guys register for the webinar and enjoy that conversation. Justin knows his stuff inside and out. He's a great product marketing guy here for us. And, and I'm looking forward to the conversation with Andrew. And David, obviously a big fan of you. It's been a pleasure to spend the time together. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, we need to do more stuff. We'll, we'll do a webinar ourselves, me and you. Yeah, that'd be fun. And, you know, just get more conversation going here because I feel like we just scratched the surface. So I seriously, I feel like time just flew by right now, but <laughs> a lot of the stuff to talk about in the sales development where I've listened to every one of your podcasts. I listen religiously. So, you know, again, thank you for this. Nice. All right, Derek, thank you so much. You folks can connect to Derek on LinkedIn and we'll get the, the webinar link in the show notes. Have a great day. And thanks for joining us on the sales development podcast. Thank you for listening to the sales development podcast. The only audio forum, 100% focused and dedicated to sales development with your host, David Delaney. Please be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube and take a moment to leave us a review on iTunes. Your support makes our show possible. If you are struggling with your sales development program, contact us at 10bound.com for a no-obligation exploratory call. Again, that's 10bound.com.